From your mom's apartment, this is Late Night with Big D and Munchie. Wow. Welcome back to Late Night with Big D and Munchies, Munchies. I have not referred to you as Munchies in a long time, bro. Oh, yeah. It's been it's been a while. We got a... God, it really has been a while. We we need to apologize to our fans, first and foremost. Uh, Once again. God, it's been probably, what, five or six months? Yeah, it's been a while. You know, you just... Uh, you had, like, Wallysburg going on, and then, like, I was going back to school, so we, we just have to, you know, manage our time better. Yeah, yeah, and... A lot of people were texting asking what was what the fate of the podcast was, I guess. And it just it's it's on it's truthfully just hard to fit in with all the other activities of life. Oh know? yeah, there's only so much time in the day you right, can right. do stuff. Back, back in school we could I guess we kind of had a set schedule on Thursdays and we had the studio and then once we got out of school and life got busy, it just it's hard to plan. We also lived together. Yeah, and yeah. so that that made it easier. I mean, we still like live relatively close. Right. But at the same time, it's not like if we're in the same room. Right, like. right. So it's a little bit harder to plan. Mm-hmm. Well, d- even just saying munchies felt a little bit unnatural to me. Really? It's, it's good to have you That's back. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, every great artist goes through a period where they take a break from their craft. You know what's really unnatural is when I said Big D because, like, you definitely don't have one. So uh, I think that I, I could see munchies. Munchies, I know you've been itching for to, to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's just been... Like I know you, pra- you've been practicing, keeping up with it. No, uh, well, yeah, I've been trying like as much as I can. It's just uh, recently I just have to, you know, be more involved in the Facebook page. But yeah, yeah. all well, of us should. We want to give a shout out to all our fans keeping up with us on SoundCloud and Facebook. Get a couple new likes from random people who are actually just discovering the show. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of weird. Like they'll go back and listen to them. Nice. Uh, a lot of people have been hitting us up because they like to listen to us on their road trips or whatnot. But we want to apologize for the absence and uh, welcome you back into our lives. And thank you for welcoming us back into yours. Uh, let me just squash the beef here. Apparently, there were some rumors started. Or at least people would ask me this. Apparently, there was a beef on Big D and Munchie's show. <laughs> Something I do not attest to. Munchie's was there a beef? If there was a beef, I would have won. Yeah. Uh, well. We'd leave that up for the fans to decide. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to bring back diss raps at some point in this new sporadic season that we're going oh, what to were do. We, we, uh, the other day, we like had a whole bunch of our homies over. We did like a... Uh, um, oh, rap we, battle? Yeah, like a rap battle. We should do those live on the air. It's, the only problem is it's going to get really inappropriate. Oh, yeah. I'd be a little bit worried about it. I mean, rap itself is very inappropriate. Right. So it kind of fits in. As but we st- I know what you mean. As we start this new chapter of Big D Munchies, we are still without a steady producer, someone filling that role. Of course, we fired everyone that we've had. So uh, if anyone's interested. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We didn't, we didn't fire Patrick. I guess but I never really considered him a producer, though. Sherman, you mean? Well, yeah. Sherman well, since, a- since he's fired now, I guess we have to refer him by his name. I'm saying Phil Vento was fired. Oh, yeah. Phil Vento was fired. Vincent quit before he was fired, even though he... No, we fired him, and then he said he quit. Yeah, yeah, right. Remember? Right. Like, almost- so he, he's trying to like get all like, oh, well, I quit. And it's like, no, but he actually got fired. No, no, yeah. Your contract was terminated on site. Uh, but yeah, we're looking to fill that role. We, uh, I wanted to go back and kind of... I did a quick check for the show to see who our top listens were. Like over our, over our long break, mm-hmm. the typical ones. We got our homies out in Hong Kong. Want to say hi to them? Oh, nice. And then we have uh, California, the Los Angeles area. 
It's pretty big. And of course, right here in Tampa, people have been kept, kept uh, catching up with the show, mm-hmm. you know, keeping on it. And we're happy to uh, be back. Yeah, because a bunch of people have been asking me about the show, and it's just like, well, we got, you know, Wallysburg, you know, releasing their new album on Spotify. You guys should check them out. <laughs> the plug. plug. Yeah, a little plug right there. And uh, so you guys have been really practicing, and um, this might be a rumor, but you guys about to go live? Yeah, like, we're go about play to start live? playing live, which is going nice. to make it even harder to do the podcast. We're about to start doing it on the road, no matter where we can. Anywhere we can, we're gonna. We, should we remember we should. Uh, you're coming to Thanksgiving with us. Yeah. Should we do a Thanksgiving podcast after the dinner? That'd be dope. That'd be pretty fun. Maybe maybe stream it live for everyone who's bored, like at their relatives' it'd house. Be, it'd be like a holiday yeah, holiday yeah. special. We did, didn't we do a Christmas special? I think we did. Did we? Yeah. We might have. We should. It wasn't on Christmas Day, but it was like the holiday season, so we had a holiday thing. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. And um, also. Uh, for Thanksgiving, we should, you know, you know, hype it up and see if like get like more fan involvement, you know. Yeah, I, I was gonna say we kind of decided to release this podcast unannounced. Like, I'm sure yeah. we'll make a Facebook post, but people are just gonna be surprised with this in their in their iTunes libraries tomorrow. So we hope they we hope they enjoy it. Uh, the contracts are already through the roof. People are trying to get us back on the show, or <laughs> back on the network. Always independent for life. <laughs> if you really like the show, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. All right. Is there anything that we missed you want to catch up on or you want to go in the segments? Let's go right into the segments, baby. All right. Let's do – let's go right into Munching on Morality. and uh, Let's welcome back Sherman to the show. Thank you. Uh, it's an honor to be back. Um, so in celebration of me being back, I would like to uh, ask just one moral question. And it's going off the theme of the recent elections – uh, because today is November seventh, right? Right, so, <laughs> right. So my question is: it's a hypothetical question. Of course. So if you could, so you have the ability and wealth to buy elections and influence candidates, support certain candidates, create super PACs, all that stuff. If you could do these elections and buy them, essentially, would you push the elections in the sense that you thought to be most morally righteous like let's say you had a vision for what the american morals were would you unfairly influence the outcome of elections to do that um i think that everyone would like to say no that they wouldn't but if everyone had the chance they definitely would because at heart everyone thinks what they're doing is completely right and moral correct yeah and everyone thinks that their policies would work best so this is this is kind of a hard question to answer because unless you're faced with that situation, I don't know. I think George Washington's like the, the only guy who had the opportunity in history to take power and then actually gave it back afterwards. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, it was de- defeats the purpose if you just like – that's what he thought. I was like, okay, the whole point is that we don't have a king. So he willingly stepped down. You're obviously someone who takes leadership roles in social situations and in classrooms, in the bedroom, et cetera. Now, would you say that you would fall into this trap, or do you think that you would uh, – w- would you would you kind of let the people have the power? Well, to answer the question, I've, I would honestly like I – would, I, would ha- I would push a moral direction because I feel like I share uh, – certain values and traits that the American people have, like most of the American people have. Oh, that they desire? Well, yeah. So, you know, I would, you know, push policies and legislation that would, you know, be for the betterment of the people, pretty much, you know? But like, the, your idea of betterment for the people. Well, yeah. I, it, it depends on, like, I'm not very, like, political. So, like, I'm very, like, I guess, I'm very, like, I'm, I'm conservative, 
but uh, I also have some like I'm willing to you know nego- negotiate. You want to experiment. Okay, is yeah. It, is that like the dictator where it does translate to all aspects of your life? Well, I, I don't know. What do you like? What a you know, like experiment, in like in social situations, in the classroom, in the bedroom, things like that. <laughs> oh yeah, perfect. You know, I realize that so many of these segments on this show are, are involving questions. Mm-hmm. Like we like people asking us questions, us asking each other hypothetical questions. Let's let's go into another segment with more questions. But also a news article. One of the fan favorites, Jug of the Day. And of course, the first part of the Jug segment on the show is, is this Jug? Where Sherman asks us questions and we determine whether or not they are in fact Jug. Which, of course, Munchies, do you have the definition? Jug is the act of profiting off illegal or legal activities. Involves scheming, lying, or tricking other party for a larger financial gain. That sounds like one of those like uh, those like dictionary voices where you click it and it'll like like the voice will tell you what the word is. Yeah. All right, Sherman, go ahead. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so we have three today. Uh, All right. the f- who wrote these questions this week? Was oh, it? Munchies did it? Nice. Yes. Okay, cool, dude. All right, first one. Here we go. Is it jug to be political on social media? Big D, you can go ahead and start. I think it's really. Co- I think it's kind of a cop out. And what's funny is that since it's around election day, people say go vote, go vote, go vote, and then they'll post statuses like y'all didn't vote the way you're supposed to. So you're only really supposed to vote if it's that person's political party they agree with. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of jug. It's kind of an easy way to start arguments and virtue signal. Which is kind of the theme of social media. Oh yeah, um, I believe that it's uh, it is jug. I believe it's very, very jug, especially because it just just so many bad vibes, bro. Yeah, it's like social media is supposed to be like a place that people come together, but now it's a place that people argue and fight. You know, yeah. it's just, just or the way our society is now. It's just we are definitely a society that abuses tools that we are given, and social media is certainly one of them. All right, Sherman, what's the next one? Yeah, we haven't learned the limit of them yet. You know, All right, is it jug to celebrate Christmas too early? Um, it's I don't know if jug is a word, but it's kind of like the girls that are really into Disney are also really into Christmas. It's like it's kind of like a weird thing where they feel like it needs to be celebrated year-round, and they're like immediately after Halloween, they're like posting on Facebook, social media, again, about how they're so excited for Christmas. It like becomes part of their identity, you know what I mean? It's kind of like weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it is jug to celebrate Christmas too early. Not, I love Christmas. Don't get me wrong, people. I love Christmas. It's one of my favorite times of year. But a lot, it's a lot of it just going back to the whole like how we're so individualistic and how people are so easy to turn on each other. It's easier to hate than love. And just pe- people make Christmas all about themselves, you know. I just find it very interesting that the day after we're thankful for what we have, we kill each other and fight each other for more things that we don't oh, have. Oh, Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, ma- it's just it's just so idiotic to me. Maybe maybe people on Facebook who talk about how great Christmas is are actually selfish. It's like the same people that always remind you that it's their birthday. Yep. Like they wear the tiaras in and like <laughs> wear the little like what's that thing called? Like a homecoming stash whatever i mean they're probably just trying to have fun but i understand what you mean by that yeah yeah and like it's all about me all the time 
me, 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 me. This whole this like entitled, just like selfish, you know, society that we live in. Are like, we being too hard, or is this is this a real thing? Like oh, you know, reality's hard. <laughs> reality is hard, people. Right. All right, Sherman. We got or yep, one more. Yeah, we got one more. Okay. Uh, this is kind of an off. This is an off the cuff one. Is it jug to slide into girls' DMs, which which is a phrase for randomly messaging a girl's social media profile? Usually with the a romantic intent. Uh, I think it's no different than like back in like the fifties or fifties or sixties. Excuse me, people would like introduce each other and be like, "Oh, my friend Bobby's gonna call you to go out on the date," and they would just talk on the phone before they even met. So I think it's just—is it jug? I don't know. It's it's kind of a sign of the times. I think it's I think it's no creepier than what I what I said about earlier about just calling somebody out of the blue. I think it's slightly jug. But I understand the hustle. I understand the intent. It's yeah. just uh, a lot of these girls now, they, they like it. And you know they like it. I think people they, like it. Yeah, because they just, like, if you, the girls that get their DMs slide in, like at a water park, are the ones that are just, like, posting half-naked pictures of themselves in prov- provocative poses. So, like, do you think it's mainly guys sliding in the girls' DMs? I think it's girls, too. Girls sliding in the guys? Oh, no, girls sliding into other girls' DMs. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, because I know a couple girls like that, and they like <laughs> are open about it. Oh. I mean, you know, to to each his own, but it's like whatever. Like I, I have heard that like girls tell me stories that like lesbians have like slid into their DMs trying to get with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hot. That's hilarious. But, Every uh, guy would love to be part of that. Yeah, and I think it's just. Have you ever slid into someone's DMs? Um, I've attempted, but what do you mean? Like the message got blocked, or like you no, just... it's just. I think a co- I've only done it like a couple times. Okay. And it's like, it was, you know, unsuccessful each time. Yeah, yeah. Which is whatever it's expected. It's kind of like a cowardly thing to do, right? Because it's kind of like you can get rejected without ever having to talk to the person to their face. Like, I'm sure in high schools now, kids aren't going up and asking each, other's to, asking each other to date. They're messaging each other on Instagram, like, later, you know? Yeah, and there's also, I just thought of this, like, a risk involved. Right, and because you never know who's like behind, yeah, some creepy the picture. Dude. It could just be like, like you have a picture of like some hot supermodel, and then it's just some forty-year-old dude after your money, you know? Yeah, yep. A lot of what's that it, what's on. that called? Uh, catfishing. Catfishing. Yeah, 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 catfishing. Yeah, we've had a lot of articles about people getting catfished. I'm sure we'll see something like that, especially with teens. Oh yeah, scary people people are very gullible to that yeah. type of stuff. Scary world out there. Mm-hmm. All right, you got joke of the day ready for us? Yes. I believe. And now is this an it's an article you've had for a while, and you planned for the show, or like you found recently? I actually found this recently. I uh, encountered this uh, resource, okay. this internet resource that has a couple stories on it, okay. which are really funny. Perfect. So the first one is uh, this man took shrooms. So you guys know like mushrooms, yeah, yeah, are, like, like the, drug. the uh, psychedelic. And rips off his penis at a local middle school. <laughs> he rips off his penis at a local middle school. Okay, so, he's so bugging out. So many, so many things wrong with this. In 2013, a guy who was tripping like crazy on magic mushrooms went to this middle school in Michigan and ripped off what they say his genitals <laughs> with his bare hands. Dang! Wow, he was tugging on that thing hard, man. Yeah, wow. he must have been, he must have been really tripping. Like he he. He had a he had a full meltdown. Yeah, it took six officers, police officers, to restrain him Jeez. and put him in an ambulance. Damn, that <sighs> is a that's a hell of a time. 
and then he tried to saw off his like scrotum. Oh so my like, God. but he failed. What are the thoughts going through his mind to do that? Oh, a lot of self harm type of. I gotta punish myself type of thoughts. Yeah, maybe he did something really bad sexually, and he's trying to like he feels bad about oh, it. I, I don't know, man. I'm not. That's that's beyond the in, intellectuality of that. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. That was really. So there's a common theme here. Okay. I have another story. Oh, you, oh yeah, you have a couple. Uh, there's a student high. Uh, on what was that? Mao? Was that how? Mao? I don't know. Ma- I, some I've never sort seen of that. crazy drug. Is it a plant? I, Maui, maybe, Maui? Maui, oh, Maui. Oh, okay. I saw both of them. Yeah, there it yeah, is. Yeah, he stabs his mom, which is unfortunate, and cuts off his penis. <laughs> so a 20-year-old, his name is Charles Mann. Okay. Well, not Mann anymore. Took a deadly combination of marijuana, alcohol, and synthetic club drug called Maui, Maui. Okay. Before stabbing his mother 11 times. Oh, that's unfortunate. Luckily, his mother survived okay good good his mother good. survived and uh, but she was in, she had to go to surgery so that hopefully makes... she's all right now, now did he go to surgery too because he cut his stuff off uh let's see uh he cut off his own penis right wow this is so weird he cut off his own penis screaming i love you <laughs> but this is my prophecy what okay. <laughs> I love you. I, I don't. I don't get it. See, that's what was the guy's name? It was Van Gogh. Cut off his ear, right? Yeah. But to go ahead and cut, cut, cut your genitals off is just a whole other level of commitment to a girl. You gotta kind of give it to him, honestly. But that was to his mom. <laughs> oh shit, that's right. Uh, what's it called? An Ophelia complex, something like that, where like you're obsessed with your mom. Oh, what? Not I Oedipus. Ophelia, whatever. It's like, uh, oh yeah. You know what it is? It's like that old. I think it's Freud said it, the psychologist, psychologist, whatever. Uh, yeah, but hey, man, is there is there another story that you have? No, no, it? a, okay, okay. I'll say we the common thing of cutting it off. Everyone has their own reason, right? Um, but both people were high. So oh yeah, it there. so like those those could also uh, double as high society articles. Yes, but yes, they are indeed. Jill. But I thought high society is more of like a positive vibe. Oh, true. So true. like, I don't want to bring like negative vibes, bad vibes into it. Jug is jugs are the negative, right? High society is like the funny but positive. Yeah, uplifting. All right, actually, do we have high society articles this week? Oh, we do. Perfect. That's a perfect segue. Let's go into high society. Okay, so I did find these a while ago, and I've been saving them because I literally laughed out loud when I read this one, Munchies. Marijuana joint worth $24,000 is a literal definition of a financial hit. Wow, That's man. pretty funny, though. That's that's as much as a car, bro. Like a cheap car. Yeah. Not even a nice car, bro. Yeah. Like a decent, like, new... You could probably get a lower-end new car for twenty four grand. How much is a Nissan Altima? Oh, probably like 30, maybe a little bit over thirty. Because of the like name, that. yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's also different aspects going to it. But twenty-four grand that could get you a used, very nice car. Yeah, twenty-four grand. That's the estimated worth of a three-foot-long joint that was auctioned off Thursday night for charity by Stone Road Farms, an LA-based cannabis company. The mega-sized marijuana cigarette contains more than a pound of weed, as well as six ounces of concentrates like oil or mm-hmm. dab, and two ounces of bubble hash. Jesus. 
Um, it's wrapped in rolling papers made of 24 karat gold worth $5,000. Wow. If you were a billionaire, would you do this? Would you just buy it and just put it up in like a, like a frame? Just say, this is how much money I have. I can buy this and just have it sit here. I mean, yeah, if it's worth tw- to a billionaire, that's Trump change. Right, right. So like, yeah, you know what I mean? That's something just like random cool thing to have, I guess. Right, right. Uh, okay, so it's worth twenty four grand with the with the weed and the the carrot gold around it, but the joint only earned four grand for the charity on Thursday night. So they lost twenty thousand dollars making it. Oh wow! Can I just say that is such a stoner thing to do, bro? Yeah. Like, it okay, is. we're gonna have a charity, and then <laughs> losing money trying to put the charity on, make the joint for twenty four, and then sell it for four. So lose twenty grand. Yeah, that's that, really that's, that that's doesn't perfect. make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed, to, and the thing is, it's supposed to go to charity though. So that's probably like that. Well, that was like a factor into it. Yeah, but he says that he uh, he he will announce plans for smoking the joint within weeks. He's hoping to do have it completely smoked within six weeks. That's a lot of smoking. That guy's gonna get nothing done for more than a month. You know what would be a typical. Uh, drug thing to do What's like that? a marijuana you know weed thing to do is to flip it back <laughs> and just like sell it to someone else for 24 right and just yeah. make a 20 grand profit yeah, off yeah, yeah. making profit off of an uh, off charity yeah, of yeah, course yeah. of course that would be something that would happen that's hilarious <laughs> people are dumb dude yeah they are dumb. i bet you the guy who bought this is probably only worth 30 grand so he spent 24 or four you probably the guy, the guy who the probably the guy who probably rolled it He's probably broke by now. Yeah, he but, probably he probably sells or something like yeah. that. Like, why would he want that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It was a donation. The artist the artist donated it. So. Oh, okay. Cool. Next up, cops fired after blaming missing half ton of pot on mice. Okay. <laughs> That's the dubious excuse eight police officers in Argentina gave after a half ton of pot disappeared from a police warehouse. About 13,000 pounds of bud were supposed to be in storage, but a recent police inspection revealed 1,000 pounds were missing. Um, the city's former police commissioner was ordered to explain the shortfall to a judge. He and three subordinates told the skeptical judge that missing marijuana must have been eaten by mice. Those mice are going to get really high, dude. <laughs> uh, experts sent the theory up in smoke, ha, 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 saying rodents wouldn't confuse marijuana with food. And in the off chance that they did, the mice would likely have died from consuming the dope. So they would have had all the dead rats. That's how they got caught. Yeah. There were no dead rats around. Um, the guy was definitely high when he was in court to cover oh, abso- something that stupid. Like, are you ready for a dad joke? Yeah, yeah go ahead. There's de- there there are definitely rats in that Princeton. Okay. <laughs> uh, is that is Mr. Cringe coming back? That wasn't Mr. Cringe, was it? No, it wasn't. Okay. We're, Mr. Cringe has been fired from the show. Has he? Yeah. Oh, I or don't know. Will about he that. be back? He's he's been back a few times already this episode. But not this episode. <laughs> I just got a rag on my homie. Welcome back, bro. Funny. Yeah. Uh, there are different articles that come out about this type of stuff all the time. But I saved these for a long time because I thought these two were the best. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude. Perfect. Let's go into. Hmm. Oh, one of my favorites. I've been waiting this for so long. Let's do popular piggies. <laughs> I will follow up Munchie's dad joke with yet another dad joke. So much cheese for popular piggies. Who's at the trough today? <laughs> All right. So for this week's popular piggies, my mom actually told me this story about this person. Okay. This is a Supreme Court Justice Elena Kagan. Kagan, yeah. And she's one of the Supreme Court Justice. I, it's kind of, you know, that's been around, like, you know, a, 
uh, Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. The other guy, and this, this, I thought this was really, really funny, man. She, one of the first things that she did, uh, when she got elected, right. was to try to get a frozen yogurt machine in the uh, cafeteria for the Supreme Court justice. <laughs> That was the first thing that she did. That was, like, one of the things that was seriously, that she seriously has done for our country. Not crime reform, not education reform, not, you know, drug reform. Getting ice cream in her office. Getting ice cream at the Supreme... I'll admit, if I was elected to the Supreme (laughs) Court, I'd probably do something similar because there's not a lot of things get done. So, it's... So she, it was like a big, like I, the big deal that she got a frozen yogurt machine, right? And it's just like, <laughs> were people outraged about it? I mean, there's like you know, they're they're saying like, oh, like she got something done. It's like, yeah, she just got. <laughs> she finally did. She did the most productive thing out of the Supreme Court out of the last ten years. Yeah, and it's <laughs> just kind of like. They have like a thing where it's like they they order to keep the justices humble. They have right. like cafeteria duty, which I which is kind of cool, but right. at the same time, it just shows that like why does that matter? Like right. why is that news? You know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it just shows. This is uh, a poster child for popular piggies. Yes, right? it's like the fact. It's like you can see like a political cartoon where it's like everyone's just like marveling over the ice cream machine and there's like a pile of stuff that hasn't been done yet. Right, right, you know right, what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. That just would be like, a great cartoon. Yeah. And <laughs> I just I just think that's... Wait, she kind of looks like Kevin James. Yeah, I I, I, sh- I I put a picture up on the... Uh, the uh, our oh, Google they doc. look just like each other. And like, <laughs> it was literally the first picture that, that, that I put. I put uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, Ellen Keegan and then the first picture was like a split screen of her and then kevin james <laughs> kind of looks like her. yeah it's just really it's really that's funny. ridiculous so Great. yeah that's my popular piggy supreme court justice elena k that is that's like a that's a that's almost like a jug of the day move that's yeah. a, that that's a really that's kind of a jug popular piggy thing to do you should combine the two segments the jug piggy of the week <laughs> that'd be funny funny all right let's go into actually We've had a lot of fans hit us up over Facebook and individually and asking us questions. People still sending questions for the show. So we went ahead and compiled, I think we got nine of them, Munchies. Nine of the best questions that people have asked or sent it to the Facebook over the past six months. Yeah, that's awesome. Or asked us in person. I, I wasn't aware of this. This is great. Yeah, most of these are online. So should we have Sherman read them? We can have Sherman go ahead and read us these questions. I'm really excited to answer. See what you guys have been thinking about, what's been on your mind. Let's go right in the question. Sherman, take it away. All right, question number one. Here we go. Should it be illegal for women to smoke, drink, or et cetera? Probably, you know, coffee, any of that. Right. Uh, uh, Big D, what do we what do we talk about today, you asked me? Should women be allowed to... It was... Uh, we were talking about during pregnancy, you can't smoke, you oh, can't uh, drink. Yeah, I think it was take kratom. Oh, yeah. Any yeah, type that, of... Yeah, yeah. That, that's what it was. I... Th- so the question is, it should it be illegal for them to? Yeah, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said should women be allowed. That's gonna get me in trouble. It's 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 should it be a law that per, that says women are not allowed to smoke or drink while they're pregnant? Okay, so this goes back to the whole abortion argument, right? Because that it's whether or not people consider it a person, right? Yeah, my body, my rules. Yeah, that uh, type of stuff. Ideology. Yeah, yeah. So okay, let's let's all assume that everyone assumes that it is a person, right? 
I think it should be illegal because you're protecting the per- you're protecting the assumed person in there, right? Oh, you absolutely. Sh- you should not be able to smoke. You should not be able to be seen drinking coffee or alcohol or anything like that. I consider it child abuse at that yeah. point. It is. Uh, I actually I-, I feel very strongly about this. Uh, so I feel like you shouldn't smoke, drink, or whatever because there's actually scientific data that shows deformities in children yeah. because of these things. Right. You know, there's a reason why every doctor says you shouldn't drink when you're pregnant. You shouldn't smoke. Those are like the big two. But I mean, like, even coffee and yeah. tea, tea, like with caffeine. Right. Like it's, no it's, stimulants. So it's stuff like that. Right. And like, you you know, women's health books oh or whatever. Oh, my God. Those three men on Big D and Munchies are trying to tell us women how to do this. Da- hashtag down with munchies. <laughs> hashtag cancel munchies. Hashtag munchies is a bigot. Yeah, we see it coming. Bring then it we on. then we get Trump to defend us, <laughs> and then we just go crazy, dude. That would just that would honestly, please do that. Please is, is, hate is Trump us. on please the list of that. dream interviews for Big Day Munchies? We're out there with like Ron Jeremy, the, pres- like the, Hefner, the president of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Sherman? Just by just by <laughs> curiosity, was it was it a female or male who asked this question? Oh, this was a male. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm gonna stop. I'm not gonna do names. All right. Why was there? Do we have an issue one time? Someone like got pissed that we asked like we said their name. Yeah, I think some people don't want to be put on blast. Okay, for fair enough. Particular questions. Yeah. All right, I know, but for this next question, I'm revealing the name. This is a fan named Todd because this is such a Todd question. All right, question number two: <laughs> In single breadwinner relationships, is it the couple's money or is it the breadwinner's money? Ooh. All right. So I'm gonna virtue signal, but we have to. You guys have to see it from this perspective. When you start a family, right, someone has to take, someone has to sacrifice. Everybody sacrifices something, right? When you're, whether you're in a relationship or starting a family, everyone sacrifices something. So if the breadwinner's spouse is not working and there's no intention of having kids, there's an argument over here that the breadwinner deserves 100% of the money. Oh, absolutely. Like there are divorces where like people, like the, the spouse, the wife, We'll get half of the dude's money even though they never had kids. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's, that seems kind of wrong. Yeah, it but is. But if you want to... Get think that subpoena. Or not, what's, what's it called? Yeah. Uh, prenup, sorry. It's kind of messed up to say you have a family and the dad works and the mom stays at home. It's like it's kind of messed up for the dad not to like buy the mom dinner and like because like she's giving up working so she can take care of the kids, you know? Well, you have to define work. So like... What are women? If if this like uh if that particular woman in that relationship has kids, is she taking care of the kids? Is she maintaining the yeah, house? Yeah, yeah. Is she maintaining all the stuff that is outside of the what you consider the work and you know environment? Right. So like say like in a classic traditional family, you have the depending on how you look at it in terms of time, where the man goes and works, and then the the mother stays at home with the children and takes care. Right. It depends on how much what, is she just sitting around with a glass of wine, being a self tape mom, yeah. or is she actually maintaining, you know, budget budgetary stuff like making going shopping, making sure every if everything's straight. I would say I would say it's the couple's money at the end, though. Like legally, it's the couple's money, honestly, bro. It is. The yeah. Couple's so, money. oh yeah, to answer the question, I'm sorry. I believe that it should be the uh, breadwinner's money. But they should share. All the time. But it should be budgeted in a way in which it is fair. Oh, my gosh. Munchies is just some guy that wants to stay out, have all women stay at home. Hashtag cancel Munchies. He's a bigot. Okay, first of all, if that was the come out, 
I'm against that because I am. I consider the power dynamic in women very, very hot and sexy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you want if, woman- I, if I was a stay-at-home dad, I am 110% okay with it. Are you down for a woman who takes charge? Like a little pep in her step and just kind of demand, like run shit? There has to be a balance of power. <laughs> okay. So that I'm down for it, but that has to be a balance of power. Fair enough. So, if, for instance, we've talked about this before. Say if she dominates in the work environment... <laughs> I got to dominate in the bed and home environment. Okay. That's just how that is. Fair. So Now, what if she dominates? What if you dominate the work environment? Can she dominate you in the bedroom? Because that's balance of power, right? Yeah, that's true, but to a certain extent. Okay. It has to be balanced because okay. I, I, it depends on how comfortable I am with that. Right. Uh, Sherman, what's the next question? And uh, Yeah, go ahead. I was going to okay. ask who asked it, but then I just oh, – we don't yeah. do names anymore. Right, right. Yeah, okay, so some of these questions, I don't know. I think we're going to narrow down the list a little bit, if that's okay with you guys. All right. Uh, I'm going to skip one of the questions. Okay, so the next question we have is, short of anything raunchy, are you in favor of or opposed to any dress codes in an office environment? Dude, these are, like, really, like, actual questions. Half of these questions are asked by trolls, and half of them are asked by people who actually, like, progress thought. Um, Let's see, should there be a dress code? I guess, is it fascist to institute a dress code in a private company? I think that people do dress codes to kind of to send an image forward, a sign of unity. Uh, if I had a company, maybe there wouldn't be a formal dress code, but there would kind of be like a low-key, like, encouraged dress code. You know, like, I think it's very rare that offices have, like, you have to wear a suit and tie. It's just kind of, like, encouraged based on the profession. Like, people in the construction industry aren't going to wear a suit and tie like people in the finance are to work every day. So how I feel about that, it sets a standard, like kind of how you said about the business itself. Right. And also it's kind of like the manage how people come in. So say, for instance, I feel like it would be inappropriate to be underdressed going into an office environment in which requires you to look a particular way. So say like if you're in a just to make it easier, like a marketing company and you're trying to sell something and. The, you know, you got to know the culture. So you got to base on the culture. So like you said about like uh, like uh, construction workers. So there's going to be difference in how you dress in terms of where you are. So for a marketing committee or marketing company, you're going to dress in a suit and tie because you're selling not just the material, but yourself. You're selling yourself. Yeah. Right. And the construction, you're just building something. I mean, you're also selling yourself in terms of like. Well, there's a type of attitude that changes in between professions, too. Yeah. So it's like it has, it's, depends on the culture of the business, I right. bet. Women have to have skirts minimum four inches above the, the knee at Mudgee's Inc. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sherman, pick another one. Okay. Oh, this is, I'll do the next one. Okay. In the internet everywhere world we're in, at what age should kids get a smartphone? Great question. Ooh, I'd say like... They're kind of becoming essential. We were talking about this the other day, like how we don't like being on our phones, but like you kind of have to check your phone every day to be able to, to be tied in the outside world, excuse me, whether it's emails or texts. You'll be missing out on things. I don't know. I would say maybe, I'd say maybe give it to them in middle school, but limit usage. What, would you, what do you think? All right. So, funny thing is, I also was talking about this. Uh, my cousin is in town from New Jersey. And we talked about this because he has a flip phone. He's like my parents. I age. wish I could have a flip phone. Yeah. Flip phones, you know, I feel like it's not like the smart, obviously not like a smartphone, but it gets the job done for right. essential things. Right. So for me, I unfortunately have to use my smart. I have to have a smartphone because to check on like schooling and stuff. 
because I do a lot of schoolwork through my phone and just to check up on like assignments right. or whatever. But you know, you don't really need it for social media because you have a computer and stuff. Right. But for if you want to do like banking or whatever and commute, like what you guys with music, you guys will need a smartphone just to like you know. It's, it's just become part of every profession. Yeah. I wish I wish we could all go back to flip phones, bro. Oh, absolutely. Or no, those Nokia phones. Yeah. Oh, I love Dude, those. Dude, you know what's the best phone that came out? Do you remember the Razor? Like that, that oh, yeah. Phone? I used to love that phone. I thought that thing was so cool. <laughs> that thing was like, it just looks so bossy. You just flip it closed when you're done. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we'd go back there, but we just, we rely so much on texting. Like what, someone asked about sliding in the DMs. No one's sliding in the DMs with the flip phone. Dude. Oh, yeah. You just, you just can't. You'd have to use your laptop. Or call and right. speak to them. Right. That's. No, oh, no, you can't do that. Well, to answer the question, I feel like high school is where you should receive a smartphone. Right. I think I got high school. high school. So, like, around freshman year in high school. Because yeah, yeah. now modernized education, you got to have, like, technology or whatever to do stuff. Sherman and I shared a cell phone until ninth grade? I believe so. Go ahead and... Uh, so, that kind of solves that. Go ahead and pick the next one. All right. Uh, now, this is an important question. And it's. Pro- I think it's obviously geared towards munchies. Thick versus fat. Where do we draw the line here? Do you want to you want to take this one, Cheese? Yes, I'll definitely. Because I feel off like first. you are very clear minded on this, and I'm kind of up in there. All right, so there is a significant difference between thick and fat. Okay. So like Kim Kardashian is thick. Okay. Fat is Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> okay. So, but there are some big girls that can work it. So right. in, in my opinion, because I I don't judge based off looks. Or size. Or size, yeah. Too much. You know, it depends on where the weight is and if it's healthy, you know? Right. Because, like, you can have a girl that's, you know, big in certain areas that are flattering. Right. That aren't fat and make them thick, you know? And everybody's body's different, you know? Yeah. So, like, I don't... So, I draw the line at hospital bed... (laughs) Or, you know, like Rosie O'Donnell that big. I mean, she lost some weight, but like yeah. old Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, so, so thick is a good thing. If you, if someone were to refer, refer to a girl as thick, it's a positive thing. I believe so, yes. Okay, okay. Um, I don't think you should call a girl fat. Yeah. Like, ter- like directly in a mean way, it, unless she deserves it. If she's at a buffet and she's 400 pounds, you bet I'm going to call her fat. Like, you oh know. Oh, my God. Munchies is a hypocrite. Munchies hashtag cancel. Munchies he degrades women. Uh, let me just note that thick is T H I C C, right? Munchies. Yes. There's a difference between T H I C C and T H I C K. Right. Okay. Okay. Listen. This is how. This is too much thick. Okay. T I C C C C C. Okay, that's too many. It's yes. like it's like texting a girl with hey with three Y's compared to five Y's, right? Yeah. Okay. So. T H I C C is cool. Yes. T H I C C C C is not good, right? No, that's that's good. It's okay. Let me refer. T H I C C C C. That's the limit. Okay. Four C's. Okay. Four C's. No more. Yeah. Got it. So you would you would say you are a fan of both thick and occasionally fat. Well, it depends on how they work it, and if it's like a particular type of fat, you know. Right. If it's like oh, like really bad, then. No. Now, can guys be thick? Like, are you th- like how? How is a guy thick? Good question. I've never. What if I've thought of it like that? A woman's perspective on this show. 
Oh yeah. Sure. Ha- we, we, ha- we never had one of those. We never had like a, a like a, a token girl that we could just. Well, we had a segment set up, but we. Foxy lady. Well, well that's yes. We we actually did that segment, but uh, uh, thoughts for thoughts. Oh you yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Apparently, women don't like being called thoughts. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's probably equivalent to like ho. Or... Yeah, right. Those crazy kids today. Sherman, is there another question? I think we you're just kind of picking and choosing. Yeah, them. yeah, we got a couple more to get through. Uh, the next one says, "Gayest thing you've ever done." Munchies can't answer this because it's a family show. We'll skip that one. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, this. Well, I mean, is... I went to a Village People concert. That was pretty. That was pretty. I'm assuming that's what he means by gay. Yeah. Not like actual. Yeah, gay. I think it was a job at Munchies too. Okay. So it's just I hate her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now here's a good one. What would your plan have been if you had become a parent as a teenager? Bro, this is getting so real. Like, oh my god. I guess you're kind of going to, like, sack up, dude. Like, you got to start working 40 hours, probably try and go to college at night. Life the past five years would have been really hard. Uh, but people have done it. People have succeeded. So, I guess everyone can do it. So, I just want to clarify. A parent in that both parents are involved or a single parent? Maybe. I think I think it's – I would assume it's both parents. Like, you were – since you're a male, you probably be – Okay, I'll, I'll answer both. So if you were with someone else, yeah, I feel like if if I was well, it's about me. If I if it, if I was with someone else that was willing to help me through it, so like the mother, obviously, yeah. I believe that I would get a job, and then she would have to have a part time job. I would have to have a full time job, and I was playing football at this time, so I probably would have stopped playing football, which would have you yeah, know, dreams are dead. I would have been, you know, reevaluate college and, you know, my chilling with friends and stuff like that would probably be cut off because I would have to. I would have to work. The show would have been canceled. Well, yeah, there probably <laughs> the wouldn't have been a show. The show would have never happened. No, the show would have yeah. never happened. I would have been taking. I would still be taking can, care of my can child. I just say, like, who is thinking to ask Big D and Munchies these type of questions? Yeah, it's kind of. It's, it's kinda, like, hold on. Thick versus fat to you are now a teenage parent. What do you do? Uh, I really love the diversity of our fans, though. Yes. So I do appreciate the question. So if I was a single parent, I would probably have to hire like a nanny or something and probably do the same thing, like work a full time job. And, you know, custody battle would have been, you know, a big deal. And that costs money and stuff. So it that's a really, really hard question to ask. Fair enough. All right, let's go into our final segment. We're going to wrap the show up. We're going to go a little bit longer than normal just because it's been so long. Let's do news on Big D and Munchies. And now it's news you don't need to know from Late Night with Big D and Munchies. I'm taking a play out of Munchies' book here with uh, kind of like popular piggies. U.S. airline wins right to weigh passengers to prevent crash landings. Oh, wow. Yeah. American Airlines won the right to weigh its passengers over a six-month period earlier this year to learn how it could save fuel after discovering the average passenger and carry-on luggage was heavier than expected. Hawaiian Airlines has now scrapped pre-booked seating for people flying the route between Honolulu and the American Samoa. What do you think about this? Wow. Okay, so... Speaking of baggage, there's a lot <laughs> of baggage on the in sitting sitting in the chairs, right. man. Like honestly, I personally am a victim of this because 
a flight attendant actually came up to me one time when I was in a plane and asked if I wanted a seatbelt extender. Oh, my God. And I didn't need it at all. Like, honestly, like, I understand, like, people need that. I had, like, a good solid, like, four to five inches worth of span. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And she tried you like that? Correct. Wow. So, like, I, I get it's a whole comfortable thing, and I probably should have just said yes just to be, like, just to have, like, 20 extra inches of room. Yeah. But that, that you know, that could be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of interesting how they did uh it for, like, the... Honolulu to American Samoan because those people are naturally huge. Yeah, that's that's what it's saying. They're saying it's racist because it's it's only targeted towards people on that flight. Some passengers said the policy was discriminatory as it only affects people flying on one route. Um, Samoans have the highest rates of obesity in the world. So you're right. Yeah, I mean, you can say that about like Texas or like like uh, what's another fat state? Uh, Florida's pretty fat. Yeah, Florida's fat. Um, I think Illinois is pretty fat. California, it's got a lot of people, so of course it's fat. You know, that's another top 10 I can do. Top 10 fattest states. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, the department ruled in favor of the new policy with airline officials claim, claiming an even distribution of weight could prevent a crash landing. Yeah, it's a private company. They can do whatever they want. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have to pay money for that service, so like you can not qualify to use that service. Right. But at the same time... I mean, I feel for the big people. Right. Like, sometimes you, it's hard to control your weight, depending on, you, what's that? Is it elephantitis or? Yeah, It's yeah. like you have, like, you can't really control your weight. Yeah, yeah. well, there are a lot of diseases people claim. That's the reason why they can't control their weight, but yeah. Yeah, so that's just one of those things where you have to, you know, del be delicate about that situation. So <coughs> maybe they should provide a plane that's exclusively for fat people. Right. That would be fucking Yeah, awesome, and like, but like it's like that. a 747, but it has like 10 people on it. Like it's a huge plane, but it just has 10 ginormous people on it. <laughs> wait, wait. So 10 people on a 747. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how big is that? It's like a fat plane. It's like, it's like the big, <laughs> one of the biggest commercial plane. airlines. Well, I guess it is a fat plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that'd be fair because there's no risk. If it's only ten big people, like there's no risk of it going down. Yeah, but those the the price for those seats. Though, oh, it's only for fat rich people. So even yeah, more I discriminatory. Guess. Yeah, discriminatory. Excuse me. <laughs> it would have to fit the model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'd have we'd have to crunch the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to our show. Back. It's so great to be back, Munchies. Yes, uh, it is great. We're gonna try and do this more often. Thank you for being patient with us as we kind of ease back into Big DM Munchies. If you want to keep up with us, keep up with us, excuse me, make sure you follow us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Big DM Munchies. We're on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes. So cool. Every time I see us on iTunes, just legit. Absolutely. Our, our, our profile has been a little bit lonely lately, but we're back. So we're happy to be here. Any, any last words, Munchies? Well, you know, you know how I always say that I enjoy doing this and I love the fans. And I hope that we retain a lot of our fan group because we, you know, we've been gone for a while. Yeah. And, you know, I do enjoy doing this show because it, it helps us express our creativity, right? And uh, express how we feel about certain, you know, topics, right? And you know, give, you know, hopefully we give people a break because we know people listen to us on the way home. It's a relief, and it's like a like a stress relief, like oh, there's my homies doing their thing type yeah, of yeah. deal. So I mean, I, I like that. I appreciate. It. Hopefully one day. Uh, we could take it to like 10,000 different levels, you know, like, <laughs> of course, so. well, we are available to stream. Make sure you tell your friends we're on 
Spotify, or excuse me, SoundCloud and iTunes. So spread the good word of Munchies. And we're going to get back on those comedy podcast charts, Munchies, where we belong. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of Spotify, can... Po- are there podcasts on Spotify? Yeah, there are, but it's like a long process. Oh, okay. I think iTunes is still the number one way to do that's, it. That's another step then, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> iTunes is the most accessible way for people to do it. So if you're following us on there, five stars, leave a review. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back. I guess I'll just say eventually, Munchies. Yes. So Hopefully soon. Yeah. Peace out. Keep it big. We'll see you soon. Ugh. Ugh.